0: Cam and Kristen's Real Estate Show. Sounds like Canberra. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Moving? Connect your electricity and gas the day you move with local energy experts, Actu AGL. For T's and C's, visit actuagl.com.au.
1: Hi there, this is Cam Sellings. Each Saturday between 9 and 10, Kristen and I host the Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. And this is what we featured in the show last weekend. Kristen, once again, good morning, and some emails into the radio station this week.
0: Yes, look, a huge thank you to Phil in Canberra because it was you, Phil. You are our inspiration behind our next interview. So, Phil writes, "A mate of mine has no dependents. He owns his property with around eight hundred thousand dollars in equity. He is considering the idea of a reverse mortgage. That is, when he retires, he draws down on the eight hundred k or more through his retirement." Then, when he goes, the bank sells the property and the ledger is squared. Ooh. Have you heard of this before?
1: I have heard of the idea of a reverse mortgage, but I am stumped as to actually how it works. And that sounds a little bit risky to me, mm. to be frank with you. Uh, it's here we're going to say good morning to Yanni Pazios, who is a mortgage broker at Aspire Lending. Good morning, Yanni. Good
2: morning, Cam. Good morning, Kristen. How are you going? We're
1: well, Look, thank you. Yeah, really good. Wait, wait. Now, so you've listened to that. Can you first up give us an easy to understand explanation of what a reverse mortgage is?
2: Look, a reverse mortgage is a little bit different to your typical home loan or term loan. Uh, it's a loan product that allows you to access some available equity in your residential home, um, but really dependent on first of all your age and the value of the property. Um, it's not like a typical term loan where you know you take it out for thirty years and pay it off. Uh, generally speaking, no loan repayments are, t- are typically needed. Um, obviously, the banks you know, collect their, their money and interest that's being capitalized um, when the property's sold or, or yep. passed on to the next um, estate sort of thing. Okay.
0: So who would use a reverse mortgage?
2: Look, generally speaking, anyone who's 55 years or, or older um, and owns a residential property with some available equity um, here in Australia, the property's got to be here in Australia as well. Um, and, and it could be someone that's looking to use funds for different things like home improvements, medical costs, or supporting other family members with their property ventures.
1: Okay. And, and so then following the Royal Commission, the four major banks, as I understand it, ha, have pulled out of offering reverse mortgages. What, why is that?
2: Look, uh, from the discussions that I've had from all my contacts at, at the major you know, institutions, the product is conspicuous. It is essentially considered a specialised lending product, which means it's highly regulated. So the cost of the cost of the man needed to successfully execute a reverse mortgage application can be costly. So I'd say following the Royal Commission and a bit of a bit of the fear that was put into these institutions, they probably thought, look, we best focus on the more streamlined approach, being home loans and whatnot, um, which is probably a better outcome for our shareholders okay
0: so where could people go to get more information and information that shows both the positives and the negatives Mm. to something like this
2: look the first piece of advice i would give is to speak to someone like a financial planner or advisor just to make sure that uh you know this type of product would be the right thing for the for the individual um but we can certainly assist as well and sort of let you know if, if you're in the right spot to you know take the next step into reverse mortgages. Um, but yeah, I would, I'd always say you know a qualified financial planner or advisor would be the, definitely the first place to, to to go to. Okay, and
1: listening to that email there, that's is, is it suitable? Do you think?
2: I would say from that email, I'd say maybe not yet. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like Phil hasn't retired yet, yeah. um, so. <laughs> He could be still in his late 40s, early 50s. Um, so maybe another form of lending would be better. But, look, I'd say to Phil, definitely speak to an advisor to see if, yep. you know, reverse mortgages is something for them.
1: Nice, Yanni. Mate, thank you so much for joining us and, uh, and just helping us to understand reverse mortgages.
2: Not a problem at all. Thanks for having me, Cam. Thanks, y- Kristen.
1: Yanni Pazios, mortgage broker at Aspire Lending there.
0: If you have joined this show before, you would have heard us talking about the Strathnain Charity House project. We bang on about it a little bit. But if you haven't, uh, the idea is that this project will give a significant boost to a range of local community organisations in West Belconnen and really provide a platform to promote the growing participation of women in the construction sector, and it's why we're so passionate about it. So the project will see Master Builders ACT and the Gin and Dairy, or, yeah, and Gin and Dairy, the, the kind of the joint venture, collaborate on the design and then construct. A premium home in the fast growing suburb of Strathnair.
1: Indeed, and construction is well and truly uh, on time and going along. And it's here we're going to welcome back to the show Joe Farrell, General Manager of ACT Kane Constructions. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How are
3: you going? Not
1: too bad. Thank you so much for joining us again. So, can you give us an overview of the Charity House project? How's it going and where we're up to?
3: Yeah, look it's, it's been a bit of a challenge the um the weather and, and covid ongoing covid issues hasn't hasn't been fantastic. We're still forging ahead. Um so we have um roof on now um, which is great and we've got windows going in. Um, which is fantastic to see. Um, and we've also started our electrical and plumbing rough-in as well. So not going as quickly as we would have hoped, obviously, but um, still still making a lot of headway given the current circumstances, yep. which nice.
1: is great. nice.
0: That's awesome. So how close are we to auction? What needs to be finalised?
3: Oh look, we've still got a little way to go. Um, it was it was all that wet weather that we've had recently really slowed us down with getting the roof on. So we're probably still a few months away from auction, and, and we'll probably wait for for more of the springtime weather to give us the time over winter to get all the internals done and, and get it looking nice and schmick. Because we obviously want a really high end finish on this house, so we'll take mm-hmm. our time to get it right.
1: It must be so awesome for you being in it from right from the very start to stand back and look at it now. And of course, this is a business ring. You see houses come out of the ground all the time, but. For for this one, it must be pretty special for you.
3: Yeah, look, this one has a really um, special place in our hearts, and and just given the um, just the community, um, I guess, um, coming together to, to help us with this house. And like I said, it hasn't been in, you know easy for the construction industry over the past two years. But but to see everybody rally around us and, and still provide that support, and, and for us to be involved in it is is very special for us as well.
0: Joe, we know that a number of businesses who have big hearts have made significant donations to the project. Would you like to give them a bit of a shout-out and a good morning?
3: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Look, recently, um, you know, we've had Solace Creations Creations, uh, Karen Porter, make a huge donation giving us the, uh, the windows for free and these windows aren't just any window, they're a, they're a double glazed system, they're a German engineered system and, and it's just been amazing the contribution that, that she and, and her company has made um, and also Nicole and, and Daryl from Del Nass Metal Roofing who have done all our roofing and, and gutter and fascia works. Um, We've also got Sally and Caitlin from Empowered Electrical doing our electrical work at the moment and Alyssa Perotta from Valletta Projects doing our plumbing. Um, And they're just some key, you know, women who um, you know, probably fly under the radar a little bit in Canberra just with, with how much they're doing and, and they're they're making a huge contribution to, to this project which is awesome.
1: Let's not also forget that mob called ACT Kane Constructions, please Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: well look, you know, we'll we'll have the um the, the cheers at the end when it goes for auction and gets a, a big you know, we can have the thanks for us later but yep. really those businesses without them we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing.
1: Wonderful. All right, thank you so much for joining us again and providing the update for us.
3: No worries. Thanks for having
1: us, guys. Okay. Joe Farrell, General Manager of ACT Kane Constructions, with the update for the Strathman Charity House. And it sounds like it is going along nicely at Gin and Derry there.
0: So, a couple of weeks ago, you might remember we spoke to the agent who sold the block in Ford that went for 1.7 million. Just the block.
1: People people are still talking about that yep. when I'm out and about in real estate land.
0: So after that, friends, we had uh, Peter in Melbourne send us a note, which feel free to do at any time. Mm. You can do it by, via our mixed website. Yep. This is what the note says. Listening to the agent speak about the $1.7 million block in Ford and the average land price at $1,300 to $1,500 per square metre. My question is... Would I be better off demolishing my house and selling the block alone? Hmm. It sounds stupid, I know. My block is 1,200 square metres in Melbourne and I reckon it's worth more with no house on it.
1: Okay, so let's bring in the experts right now. Regular to the show, uh, Steve Lowe, directed at, at Agent Team Canberra. Good morning, Steve.
4: Good morning, guys.
1: Okay, so can you explain in easy to understand terms, first of all, because we're really talking about unimproved value here of a property. So can you explain what that exactly is, the unimproved value of a property?
4: Sure. So the unimproved value is what the block of land is worth subject to its highest and best use in accordance with the Crown lease. And it doesn't include any improvements on the land, such as the buildings or landscaping or anything like that. Um, and it's quite often that it's likely to be different from the full value or the market value of the property, yep. such as in the case of the one Ford, the unimproved value on that block was $699,000 and it sold for $1.755, so per square meter, the UV was $707 per square meter. The sale price achieved 1777 Dollars per square metre.
0: So, can a block of land be worth more with no house on it? I would have just assumed that any structure on a block of land would increase the value. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: Well, yeah,
4: so unimproved and then you make some improvements to it, you'd think that would also improve the price. Um, I guess the one in Ford, like that was obviously rare, like you don't find vacant blocks of land in established suburbs anymore, so I think that obviously definitely helped push the price up through the roof, but that square meter rate's really, really good. But in Denman Prospect, 600 square meter blocks of land they're selling for, for $1.2 million. That's nearly $2,000 a square meter in some cases. Wow. So it's just, I don't know, it's out of control.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's answer the question here. Would I be better off demolishing my house mm-hmm. and selling the block alone?
4: Oh, huh. it makes so much sense, doesn't it, when you look at these numbers? But Look, the reality is is to knock down an established house on most sites is around twenty to $30,000. So when you're doing your feasibilities on a on a purchase, to remove an existing house really isn't that big a deal in the scheme of things. Um, the risk for a seller, uh, like the guy that we're talking about in Melbourne now, if he did knock that house down and we didn't achieve the price that he wanted... Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can't just put it back there, can you? Awkward.
4: <laughs> yeah, that would be a that would be a tough conversation. I wouldn't like to have. But um, if we were to sell these house in Melbourne, um, we as a development site, then when we do those things, we do take aerial shots. We get uh, we get architects involved to draw up concept drawings about what could be built there, and we try and sort of sell the idea to, to people that it can be done by showing them how it could be done
1: all right so better off leaving it there and just letting it go through the process right
4: yeah telling to take the keys out of the excavator don't, <laughs> don't, don't knock it
1: yeah. down just yet that's right all right Steve mate uh, as always it's been uh, wonderful to have you on the show and thank you for answering that question from our listener uh,
4: no problem
1: okay Steve Lowe director agent team at Canberra there with the right answer by the sounds of things Well, those are the interviews we most enjoyed in last week's Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. If you love hearing about the latest trends or you're just up for a sticky beak, be sure to drop by for a listen this Saturday between 9 and 10. It's all thanks to ACTUAGL, the real estate show with Cam and
3: Kristen on Mix 106.3.